Hello, my name's Jax. Hi, I'm Harriet Tartsman. And if you have more than four people, that is a coven. And if you have more than six people, that is a cult. And if it's a thousand, that is a hive. Now, are you going to that lady beehive? Are you going to go over to that lady beehive? And you are listening to Wait, Take Me Off Speaker. Thanks so much for coming back. And if you're new here, thanks for tuning in. What is that from? There was this preacher that was preaching against people getting tickets to go into Renaissance. Oh, it was that. It was most likely because she was mad that once Beyonce dropped them tickets, she saw a dip in her offerings. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) She saw a dip in them ties and said, hold up. Hold up a minute now. Those are supposed to be my money so I can go see the concert. Um, Cool. All right. Uh, So before we get into all of the things, how are you doing, my dear? I am finally rested. Oh, good. Yes. You've been busy. It has been like a hellish week and a half. Moving, multiple shows. Are you all, would you say you're settled? Would you say there's a lot to still do in the apartment? There's a lot still to do. Okay. I I can't do that. As soon as I moved in, I need to put stuff where it needs to go, like right away. You can't fight time. There's only 24 hours in a day. And I got to sleep. I gotta choose me. I gotta choose me. I gotta choose putting everything where I want it to go. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It just I just have not had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. The oh. world keeps spinning. They show do, girl. It show do. How was the uh, hardware show? Hardware show was really good. I was hella late. Why? Um, but just because I had another pre-commitment to do a gig here, and it just ran late, and mm-hmm. so it just. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that, but like that was my last commitment for Sundays. So now hardware has my full attention. It's going to be fun. We have drink specials. It's a party. We're really trying to turn it into an after Sunday. Kiki. Kiki scene. Mm -hmm. That's cute. I love that. I'm hopefully going to be able to make it one of these Sundays when I take off a Sunday. (laughs) I will be able to make it the day at uh, like some time in like late March. Like March 25th or something like that. Did you already have that day taken off or something? Well, I have to go to a party the night before. You? Oh, you're working. Is this the working? Oh, actually, I might be. Oh. Oh. I might be. Well, yeah, a party booked. that planned in advance? Someone else is throwing a party and they sent out their invitations. Oh, already. oh, I thought you meant like a, uh, like a bar party. No, although I do have one of those planned. Got it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, f- I found out. So I did that that ass competition mm-hmm. at Urban Bear. And I learned that if you win the competition, you get booked to be the go-go dancer for the following event. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm doing that. I don't know. And then I'm doing... Is it the last Friday of the month? I think so. Oh, so then I would have, have something like... that Friday and then that Saturday. We have mad Fridays this month. Oh, my goodness. There's like, a, I think, five of them. Party... Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what I need to find out, though, is if I'm being booked to be the go-go boy for this event, am I also being paid to be there and dance, or am I just getting paid tips? Ooh, that is a big decision maker. Because if I'm just getting paid tips, I'm probably not going to do it. Understandable. Like, I'm taking time out of my night to be here, (laughs) you know, where I could be doing something else. Sometimes I'm just like, damn, they ain't making no money. I don't like that. No. 
pay me what you owe. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it is a build-up issue. A build-up issue. Yeah, like when you have multiple Go-Go's, it kind of feels like you tip whatever like flavor you like at Baskin-Robbins 31 flavors. But like, it, what one, a statement! <laughs> one person comes out and like they're fully with like just everything out. What does the next person do if like they're building up the moment of taking their clothes off? Well, I mean, if you're if you are a good go to go boy or good go go person dancer, whatever. I hate I hate saying go go. I was just like, is this a dog? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a good go go boy, go go. No, pop. if you're if you're a good go go dancer, then you're not showing everything the first time you go up. Anyways, I would assume. Usually, they're doing multiple sets, so they're not going to give all the goods away during their first set. And if they're performing with other go-go dancers, usually those go-go dancers are talking together before the show to figure out, oh, what are you wearing? Do we want to try and coordinate? You know, what time is your set? All of those conversations happen. I do love, because sometimes we'll I'll listen to, shout out to uh, Jay and Noah, <laughs> Durr. Nur, sorry. Oh my god. Nur. Sorry. Durr. Durr. <laughs> Durr. Uh, and it was so funny. I booked Noah, Noah to do a job. He's like, what do you want me to wear? I was like, bitch, I don't fucking care. <laughs> and he's like, do you want me to like wear this? And I was just like, sure. Wear, wear whatever's metallic. Because hmm. if I'm thinking, like, they're not really caring about what you wear. They're caring about the What's underneath? So, like, I, I'm not trying to take away, but in my mind, I just didn't think that 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 was really a process. Oh no, it's definitely a process. I mean, I, I would figure it's the I think same. You want to look cute, right? You want to look cute. You want to have. You want to think about like how are you going to do reveals? If you're going to do reveals, do you want to match whatever the theme of the night is? There's like a whole lot that goes into it. As I, I learned, <laughs> I was just like, wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. I don't care. Do your thing, girl. Yeah, be comfortable. Wear, wear great. I'll, honestly, wear gray sweatpants. I mean, listen, you're selling sex. I'm here for the print. <laughs> I hear more about the gray sweatpants than I hear about someone in a jock. Like, yeah. There you go. I just gave you a. There you go. Oh, girl, I already know. <laughs> here you go, baby. I like wearing like I have these these shorts that are very sheer, and so instead of going up in just like a jock strap or a thong or something, I'll have like. The jock or the thong on, but then I have the sheer shorts on top Are they of lace? that. They're not lace. Are they like like a really sheer? fine mesh? Yeah. Would you wear lace panties? I mean, I have a pair, I have a lace thong. Oh, yeah. What color? Black. Black. I know. Negro. I want. I want a red one. Noir. Okay. One more. Blanc. <laughs> Wait, no, that's white. Isn't Blanco white? Yeah. I said Blanc. Isn't Mont Blanc mean whatever? <laughs> Languages. Jumbo. <laughs> uh, while we're talking about drag queens and go go boys, dancers, why do I keep saying boys? You're fighting what we grew up with. We're not Gen very bad. We're not Gen Z. Everything was very gendered. You mm -hmm. know, we're we're we still have to catch we're still rewriting that. So it just it is what it is. Give yourself some grace. <sighs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, look, can we, can we jump into this conversation around what's happening in Tennessee with the drag ban that has, I guess, been pushed forward to the governor, right? Yeah. And I think the governor's already said he's going to sign it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't really know what else to say on that. Like, as I've, I've been saying at my shows is like, 
there was an era when Trump won in twenty sixteen where we saw where I saw a huge amount of non POC people saying that they are not talking to their family members anymore. They're cutting them off. Right. They're dissing themselves because they are toxic. But I am urging you to reopen those conversations with your family members because I think it's really easy to walk away from the problem because you do have that privilege. Meanwhile, everyone else is being stuck to deal with your fucking family. Mm -hmm. And so talk to your family about what they're representing, what this means. And I mean, it's a, vi a viral tweet that's gone. It's like, they've on To Catch a Predator, we never saw a drag queen showing up to these kids' houses. You know, we never saw someone, you know... In that space, trying to lure children and drag, drag performance is an art form. It's not a sexuality. It's not a sexual preference. It's an art form that has been here since the dawn of millennia. And talk to your family members. That's the only thing I can really say that. No. And also for those people who like follow the trail, it's all being backed by these giant right wing Christian communities and groups and act. I don't even want to call them activists. I'm going to call them Christian terrorists because that's what they are. Yeah. So like. Talk to your family and ask them, is this of God? Because truthfully, like, is this of God? The way that you behave and act towards people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I. Uh, Are you I, only reading the Old Testament or did you just skip over the New Testament? Well. Did you not see? If that is your prerogative, were you not sitting there realizing who Jesus was hanging out with? Period. Say that. They were hanging out with your mamas. Come and on. Your daddies. Come on. And your grandmamas and your grandfathers and your granddays. But out there causing the issue. Come on, Gen Z. <laughs> so like all I'm saying is that this is this is the time when when there's people of that have been having the thumb of oppression on them for just millennia. We keep saying, like, if all of us if they come for us, what do you think they're coming for next? They've already came for women's reproductive rights, they're coming for performance spaces if they're worried about kids i've seen stripper why are strip clubs still here mm -hmm. why are strip clubs still well here? i'm just saying like i'm not saying that that should be banned but like they're picking and choosing what they want out of the bible right well what i was gonna you know just mentioning like why are strip clubs still here you know like earlier earlier last month was it governor johnson is that who it is in tennessee Whoever it was passed a bill to criminalize adult cabaret entertainment and public spaces, which specified entertainment, including adult oriented performances. So obviously like strippers, go-go dancers or male or female impersonators. So I'm just like, why are we lumping in first? Like, it seems like they're trying to do something with the whole, you know, stripper thing. But why are we grouping drag performances in with those two things? Like, why do we keep relating why do they selling say adult sex and drag? What's that? What is the adult performances? I would assume anything where someone is more naked than not. Right? And they keep, with this particular bill that they've, that they've been mentioning in Tennessee, it's all about public spaces, public spaces, keeping children innocent, doing this in public spaces is not okay. So I'm just like, what, is what bar are children going to? Is the Catholic Church listed in that at all? Of course not. Oh, okay. Right? Of, of course it's not. Okay. But, like, you know, pulling it back to just... The volleyball coach? Listen, the amount of pastors <laughs> in, like, the last week that have been accused and or indicted for 
child pornography and things of that nature is it's wild wildly outnumbers drag queens so far with drag queens i think we have zero um, you have sherry Potter. oh yeah there was sherry Potter. Yeah. but that was also just an adult but i mean still yeah but you know hope people regardless in that like it as i said earlier this is the time you stop stop not talking to your family because yeah. we're being we're the ones that have to deal with that that's shit. not solving the problem you avoiding someone is not solving yeah, the problem like it's not um it's I've, passing the buck i made the mistake did you say steak i made the mistake of uh getting into it with some people in the comment section of what of this post on instagram talking about the drag ban and i learned that who people are stupid i was going back and forth with this woman who was basically trying to relate the idea of drag being a fetish she didn't seem to understand the difference between a costume and someone's gender expression in everyday life and she just kept going on and on about you know keep children away from your what'd she say keep children away from your disgusting drag fetish and i'm like and then she kept calling uh she kept calling drag performers cross-dressers i'm like well one the term cross-dresser is an antiquated term like do you mean someone whose gender expression is different than what you thought it would be uh and then she just kept saying well you know, there's this there's this show in I want to say Texas where it's called Drag Your Kids to Drag Your Kids to Something, where like they had kids show up to a family friendly drag performance, mm -hmm. and it was literally just the drag queens are doing like oh teaching kids how to walk the runway and strike a pose and stuff like that, and like they would do lip sync numbers, but it wasn't like anything raunchy or anything like that. And I'm just like, she's like, see, this is disgusting. This is disgusting. Now, I will say this. There was nothing disgusting about what the drag queens were doing. The venue that they chose to do it at, not the best. And so she just kept laying into that point, and it was driving me insane. At the venue, there was a sign that said it's not going to lick itself. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a poor choice. And I agree that that's a poor choice. But you're They were literally... talking about the salt on your hand when you take a tequila shot. Clearly, we... That's what I would guess. But she's like, no, they put that sign up for that performance... And I'm like, why would a bar put this sign up specifically for this one thing where the kids were going to be? That sign's probably up there all day, girl. Are you serious? I mean, regardless of venue choice, can we, like, it just, it's just, you're splitting hairs. If we're going to talk about venue choice, then ban every fucking conference hall in any hotel. Right. If we're going to talk about protecting kids, take all your kids out of gymnastics. But, like, also, it's just, like, if we're going to talk we... about adult, when you want to talk about putting your kids in adult situations and take all your kids out of pageants, take them out of the mm -hmm. cheerleading, Oof. take them out of all the, like, so it's, like, you all have, like, there's this weird thing that, like, it's okay for you to have sexualized kids. I'm not saying that bringing kids to drags, but, like, the amount of sexualization that happens with kids in straight arenas mm -hmm. is mind-boggling. Yeah. But it's like, oh, no, they're just having fun. Oh, they're just doing a sport. Oh, they're just, there's always an excuse, right? But, like, again, it just keep, it keeps pulling me back to this idea of public spaces, right? They keep, they keep bringing out, oh, I don't want my child to be exposed to, you know, uh, they keep referring to drag queens as over-sexualized or hyper-sexualized performances. And, like, I don't want my child to be exposed to that out in public. I'm like, most drag perform most drag performances happen at bars which children are not allowed into 
So, like, why are we even having this conversation? If they're going to do a family-friendly drag thing that's going to be at, like, a restaurant or something like that, you don't think that... It's like the difference between listening to an explicit song versus the clean version. Of course, the drag performer is going to change something about their performance, right, if they're doing it in a family-friendly environment. That's common sense. I changed my name. Like, I was talking to someone, they're like, could you do something first? And I said, sure. And I was like, look, I know my name's crazy, but, like, if you need to, I'll change it to Harriet T. Mm-hmm. And it's just as simple as that. It's just like, we also under, whatever. I, we, this is way too long on it, but I'm going to end with this. If you have an issue with this, then why the fuck did you have your kids watch any of the Shrek movies? Oop. Or Mrs. Doubtfire. Or why do you support Tyler Perry? Come on. Come on. So, uh, I mean, that's all I'm going to say is talk to your fucking family and quit making us deal with them. We because they're already in our DMs asking us to fuck anyways. Ooh, god damn. They're already in there. Jesus. Like, some, like I'm going to say this, and this has been said for a long time. Like, if black people wanted revenge, baby, it would have been had. 100%. Now, I'll say if these twinks <laughs> wanted revenge on all of your uncles and your, your, your daddies and your granddaddies, I kind of hope one day they just release the flood of tax. Because trust the receipts are there. They're in there, and they're being very kind. My god. But God forbid your business go undone and you can't make that sugar daddy payment. <laughs> you would have to do that. <laughs> I still like, okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end with this. Um, one, if you are concerned about children going to drag performances, talk to the parents. Like, they don't have to, no one is forcing them to go to a drag performance. That's number one. Number two, I just want to remind everyone that there was no specific event that occurred. There was no child that complained. There wasn't even a parent that complained that spurred this whole bill coming into play. There was no event where someone was like, oh, I saw, you know, my child had to see this walking down the street and blah, blah, that none of that ever happened. But truth be told, this all got kicked off because they were tired of drag queens reading to kids because you won't read to your little kid. That's how a lot of this got kicked off, with yeah. drag queens reading to kids. Yeah. Reading books, which if you not noticed, a trail that they're removing books, they're removing stuff so that it can be education and learning. Mm -hmm. This isn't a battle of drag queens. This is a battle of being cultured and having different experiences so that way that they will keep you entrapped. But continue on, sister. I mean, that's that. I, I, I like I like that. I like where you left it, right? It's about education. It's about education. It's about understanding. It's about understanding different people. And it's about them being able to create uh, control the narrative at the end of the day. And these kids can't fight for themselves. So, anyways. Oof. Let's jump into something a little bit more positive. I'd like to talk about... Milf that. Manor? <laughs> Can we talk about MILF Manor? You're worried about adult programming, but then there's MILF Manor. What a I'm sorry. Joke. Sorry, sorry. We, we gonna are. get there. We, we gonna mean, get to MILF Manor. I just Manor. Had, to, had to add that in there. <laughs> we gonna get to MILF Manor. Uh, no, I wanna I wanna jump into some more positivity and let's let's talk a little bit about the NAACP image awards that occurred because you know Did Jocelyn's cabaret win anything? 
I don't remember seeing that. I'm just kidding. She was never going to. I'm like, girl, what is that? <laughs> Jocelyn Hernandez. Oh, you don't watch Love and Hip Hop. I don't. You We've have been no idea who we're talking about. I don't. I'm sorry. That is kind of low-key wild. Low-key wild. Listen, I'm slowly working into things, okay? There was a there was this perceived white girl at the show. We were asking who knows about Zeus Network, and she did. Zeus Network? Yes. The fuck is that? Uh, keep going. Go back to the NAACP. We really, I really, the devil's, the devil, the devil started talking. Okay. <laughs> you said, you want to talk about good black people stuff? Let me talk about the other side. Oh, God. Okay. Noted. NAACP. Understood. Image um, Awards. I just wanted to highlight some people. Like, they were, okay. So, when we when we are discussing the Image Awards, uh, we're talking about 80 plus categories. I am not going through all of that. I'm going to give you my highlights. So here we go. Angela Bassett won for Entertainer of the Year, which I think is like the largest award of the night. Um, others that were in that same category with her were uh, Quinta, uh, Zendaya, Viola Davis. So I was very excited to see that Angela Bassett won, although honestly any of them would have been uh, incredible to see win. Uh, I also read recently that Zendaya is going to be paid a million dollars per episode. As she should. For this next season of um, Euphoria. Uh, Euphoria. So, like, fucking get your money. Get your goddamn money. Joining the likes of, like, the Friends cast for their final season. This is the third season of Euphoria. Get your goddamn money. Uh, Will Smith and Viola Davis won for Outstanding Actor and Actress in Motion Pictures. Wakanda Forever took home the award for Outstanding Motion Picture. Beyonce won a bunch of stuff, but for uh, the biggest one that I remember reading was for Outstanding Album. Give her her things when she should have gotten her things at the Grammys. Which she is now the most awarded NAACP Image Award winner ever. And so to say. Oh, bitch. Go off. I did not know that. Okay, sis. Albert Elementary won for Outstanding Comedy Series, and then Quinta won for Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series. Tyra James Williams won for, I think, um, Tyler James. I heard Tyra. Tyra, girl. <laughs> this is like, wait, huh? Everybody hates Chris. Did something else happened that I was unaware about? <laughs> Tyra James Williams won for uh, Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And Janelle James won Supporting Actress oh, in a comedy series. So they just fucking swept a whole bunch they of really stuff. They really did. Um, and there's some other categories that, that Abbott <gasps> won for as well. What? What if? And you know, this is what I loved. So I was at, like, I had this, like, I don't know if you remember this. But Destiny's Child, in like in the 90s, it was very prominent that like R&B acts would show up on like the black sitcoms. Mm-hmm. So I just had like a moment like, what if Beyonce was on Abbott Elementary? How would you have her show up? I don't know. I don't know if she would show up as herself or she would show up as a parent. I don't know, but I'm putting this out in the universe. Please. I know she watches the show. You know that video know she of her like joining that, it was like a gym class and they were like dancing to one of her songs. She just runs in. That was for Michelle Obama's move. Okay. I would love to see her just recreate that. That would be cute. That would be that so That would be cute. cute. And talk about changing your lyrics for a song for a school. Get me bodied. Come on. Stupid people. Um, I threw this one in here just because I know it's going to piss you off. 
Is it Jennifer Hudson? Yes. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, one for okay, outstanding host at a talk and You're not series. about to peg me as a fucking <laughs> hater for them getting their awards. I mean, I'm you... not saying that they, you know, get their awards. I'm never going to hate on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not listening. And everyone thinks that you're wrong for that because you are. And not everybody has taste and I'm okay with that. And I just wish that you had some. That's Baby, all I, I have enough. Not clearly not. An excessive amount. I don't think that's the case. I could sprinkle it on the world and they would still have an excessive amount. I don't know, girl. I just feel like if everyone is on the J-HUD train, maybe there's a reason. I am Your favorite's favorite. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I am choosing not to throw gasoline on this, so let's keep it moving. Ooh. Okay, what you guys all need to understand, what you all need to understand is when Harriet says that, she means it, so I'm going to keep it moving. (laughs) (laughs) Because when shots are fired, they hurt. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm still sick, y'all. I'm I'm getting there, though, I promise. In the mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl, I'm changing the topic, okay? (laughs) Uh, But I know, I just wanted to highlight, you know, the NAACP Image Awards. You know, we are ours out there shaping the culture, shaping everything that's popular. So, like, give it up to fucking black people, period, for being out here and being outstanding and giving you everything that you need in your life. You're welcome. And that's all I got. Bibbidi-bop. Boop. Okay. Well done. Thanks, babes. Let's jump into our songs of the week. Yes, you go first. Okay. So, I actually had a number of songs kind of replaying and replaying and replaying this week, uh, all of which I either discovered this week or no. Yeah, actually all of the, all of the ones are I discovered this week. I think I'm going to lead with, it is women's history month. Uh, so I'm going to lead with, uh, Victoria. I want to say her last name is Monet Victoria, Victoria Monet for the song experience off of her album Jaguar. Wait, did you listen to that ass? I did. That's that, a phenomenal song. That ass got me, like, you remember when I was going through my revenge body phase? Uh-huh. That ass was my gym song for, like, a good 30 minutes every time I was at the gym. You know how you have, like, a, a, a sexy playlist? 100% threw that one onto my sexy playlist. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> but Experience is more of, like, a, um, it's a pop song. It starts with, it starts very disco-y. It's a really fun dance song. Get into that. Get into her. I think she has a new project coming out soon. Speaking of, I just have to give her her flowers. Most of your favorite hits from Ariana Grande was written by Victoria. Period. Bowie. Just, just, so to, you know. just to connect the dots. If you listen to it, be like, wow, this sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. You're either one hearing her lyrics or you're hearing her backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. But yeah, get into get into that entire album. Get into her if you've never heard of her. Uh, uh, but Experience will be my song of the week. Uh, I think sh- that song has a couple of features. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's Victoria, uh, Khalid, and S.G. Lewis. Oh, I like S.G. Lewis. You do or don't? I do, but okay. then I thought, I was like, man, like, you know, like, you know, like the Germans always have a word for everything? Uh-huh. And we talked about this before, like, what's that word for when you thought someone was black and then you realized they were white? And I believe S.G. Lewis is white. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. And I love all of their remixes. I, if I, I, I might be, I might be wrong, but I believe. Actually, I mean, like speaking of that, so the, they are white. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're, they're like real white too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> there needs to be a word for that feeling when you like you just know that this is a black artist or a black 
creator and then it turns out it's not girl the word is deceit <laughs> i'm not gonna say it's deceit because it's, it's not like you know we've had that conversation of uh black sin yeah it just it just no yeah but i knew it was white i just don't know what it is but i just like their remix and their style and like their like they have some sauce yeah the sauce is they don't have the sauce but, but they have, they some, have some sauce, sauce. maybe they have the juice no, they have some sauce. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, you know, just on this topic of, like, people that you didn't realize were white, I was going to do a different song this week until, you know, I started listening to the Victoria song. Uh, there's a song called Homies by Tiana Major 9. Oh, I love her. And this this person, St. Harrison. And I listened to the song, and I'm just like, I don't know who this person is, but there's, again, there's a lot of sauce there. And then I looked up who it was, mm -hmm. a fully white man, or white person, I don't know how they identify. And then I realized, oh, anytime there would be like a riff challenge on TikTok, it was always this motherfucker oh. destroying these riffs, just like singing circles around people, but always like shocked that they were all uh, able to pull off the riff. Do you consider Brandy to be the vocal Bible? No. Me either. I think she's amazing. You know, don't get me wrong. I don't want to ever disrespect Brandy. I think that she's phenomenal. But yeah, the but I, just, I was like that. I was like, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. A lot of people can learn from her. Sure, the riffs and the runs be riffing and running. Love her tone. Love her or love her timbre. Great control. Tambour. But vocal Bible. Why? I was, yeah, I was just gonna like, okay, all right. Whitney Houston. Hmm. Well, okay, actually, let's let's think about Honestly, that from a perspective of someone who... I could who, see that. Right? She like, goes into... She could... And I, if I can see the vocal Bible, you can go into any genre. Right, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Someone who really knows how to control their instrument. Continue, what's your song of the continue. week? Continue. What's, what's, what, what's, <laughs> what's your song of the you week, saw Harriet? It you saw it coming. <laughs> What you, what you got, girl? What you got for us? <laughs> so by that definition, mm -mm. Um, so this one, my artist of the week is Stormy's. Stormy. I don't know if you, if the Z is silent or not. Um, but he's got a song called Don't Forget to Breathe. And uh, recently in my journey, it's been very nice to be, I've been wanting to get connected with like when stress and anxiety hits, mm -hmm. where it feels in my body, where am I holding the tension? So I felt like this is a, this is my song that I put on when like things get a little too much. Yeah, like it feels like you're just, just running in like three feet of mud. Like that's the song I go into. And then come to find out, I liked it and then saw that Yeah, was, was on, on it. it. Yep. That was just like work. <laughs> so that's my pick for it. It's it just more so for any of you, like if you're having like an anxious moment or the world is seeming way too big, that is a really good song just to put on and um, to kind of just trail your breaths to it. And just mm. take in some deep breaths. So that's my pick. It's nothing too crazy. It and sounds very peaceful. It's very nice. It's a, it's a, it's a it's it's on my playlist. Manic, come down. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to hear that. I've I don't I've never heard Stormy or Stormies. You used to date like for a while. I think you dated like Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Oh. Naomi Campbell. Shout out to her. Like that bitch is for. 
That bitch is never going to not work. I mean, good for her. And I'm not mad at it. Work until you don't feel like it no more. I was watching the um, Scaparelli, if I'm probably saying that wrong, the Couture show, and she was innocent. Yes, what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. As normal, that will be on our Wait, Take Me Off Speaker podcast, available on all major streaming platforms. I'm going to rewind and say, uh, Wait, Take Me Off Speaker playlist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you, were, you went in 90%. Strong. You know, 90%. by the last episode of the season, you will have it, girl. <laughs> All right. I want to jump into just some funny stuff I've I've uh, read in, on the Instagrams lately. Recently, this is, I think, last week, the FDA granted the first condom approval specifically for anal sex. Work. I just don't understand what the difference is going to be. This is where I think the difference is going to be because I think there should be a couple of things banned. Um, numbing creams, numbing lubricants, and anal ease. Mm. You need to feel what's happening down there because, like, if you can't, you can damage yourself. There can be issues. So I hope that they have created a condom that, you know, this is what you should be using and not these other things. Like, you should not be any numbing agents. Sure, yeah. Mm -mm, no. You need to be aware, fully present with your body, what's happening to your body. <laughs> be like, oh, wait, hold on. Um, give me a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my question is like, okay, so this is the first FDA approved. So, like, does that mean that the other condoms do not, or like, do they, what? Do they list any things about the condom? No. <laughs> is there a <laughs> brand of the condom? No! <laughs> it's just like a, a headline. FDA grants the first condom approval for anal, for anal sex. And I was like, okay, um, so what were we doing before? <laughs> because I have questions and, you know, concerns. Oh, so they approved marketing. To say this condom specifically yes. is for anal so sex. Yes, so also let me give you a little bit of information about the FDA. The FDA really is not the bar for what is actually healthy. You can release all sorts of things, and mm -hmm. you do not have to go through FDA approval. True. That is just only added so that you can say that they met the standards of requirements, but most likely those standards of requirements, because if sunscreen in America is about 15 years behind yep. Europe, mm -hmm. and that is FDA approved. So their standards like anal sex condom might have been approved by the standards of 1975. Ooh, child. So, like, I'm also... Say that like don't scare the people now. <laughs> I didn't say that, but like that was something like I was watching that steroid movie and I was learning about FDA approved about how supplements don't have to go through that and they can just state all these things. If they state these things, I think they do have to prove it with the F FDA in some sort of fashion. But just saying that like just don't use the things I talked about, numbing agents and anal ease. Not from my own experience. Uh huh. Uh, as I was reading that that uh, post on Instagram, uh, I read another one next to it that said, why do we say have sex? It doesn't make sense. We don't say have dance or have run. We should say I'm going fucking or something. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I love how they said they just got approved, but this was in 2022. Girl. So I love that Instagram is just getting that. The condom is called One Condoms. Okay. Um, they come from condoms of all sizes. I just found this. Sorry, hold on. Girl, I don't want 15% off my order. I mean, don't you? I'm, I'm not buying this. <laughs> I specifically buy my stuff from Babeland. 
I love going to Babeland. What is Babeland? Babeland is a sex positive store that is around the New York area. Okay. Um, you go in, it is like, it's not black. It, it's like you're shopping like a human being. Their, their store associates all are very well informed. Um, I also do love them because they've also have, I have noticed, I don't know if it's like their company policy, but they also hire a lot of non-binary and trans identities there. No work. They have all different types of lubes, all different types of condoms available. There's books, toys. They don't give you those weird janky sex toys that you get off of Amazon that just makes your apartment reek of plastic for Ugh. hours. It's one of my favorite places to go to. Plus, they have like a coupon little thing. So if you buy 10, you get something free. Not a punch card. The punch card thing. Work. <laughs> Come on. Um, so I think like it's... I just think that there's, I'm looking at this website, there's nothing very specific about mm -hmm. what their condoms do. I just think that they just went the route of getting an FDA approval. Okay. All right. Well, the more you know. Not to pop your condom. Are you proud of that? Because <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't be. <laughs> but speaking of popping condoms, okay. actually, I mean, ain't nobody going to pop a condom with what I'm about to say, but a study shows that uh, the average penis size has increased in recent years by 24 percent you hear that ladies fellas and non-binaries the dick is larger than it used to be average size used to be about 4.8 inches it is now around six inches now i really want to know what that is attributed to are we too close to nuclear power plants <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's always been like the thing like hormones have been in our foods for so long, especially mm -hmm. the chickens. True. And as an avid Popeyes eater, <laughs> I know I got a bunch of just random uh, food hormones in me. So like, I think that's interesting. I want them to figure this out. That's Harriet just said, I have a huge dick. So get at it. It's radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts on like Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at that we really shouldn't um, are we not too far past from it is it not funny no yet? yeah yeah okay just wondering yeah. if it's funny yet yeah. yeah i was gonna ask what are your what are your thoughts on like really big dicks they're nice to look at thank you but that is it that is it i will paw at it like a cat and just like <laughs> knock it around i might take a picture with it I just, well, I mean, in my earlier years, I just was like, anal sex is already uncomfortable, so why am I, I'm not the person that likes feeling like I'm being torn apart. <laughs> so, I don't, it just was never that, I'm not a size queen. I see people doing some weird stuff on some very large things. Like, they're like these anal toys, these dildos that are humongous, and I'm like, I have Why? errands to run. I have things to do. I don't need things just randomly falling out. I need to go places. I need to make sure that like the next day I'm I'm fine and well to leave the house to do the things I need to do. Period. I just like you know being being a top. I do enjoy. Uh, you say that like you're the only one. Being an exclusive top. Well, you in your time you did try. I did. You were, the, I, you were the exclusive bottom in a relationship. Uh, didn't say that. You were the more likely exclusive bottom? <laughs> <laughs> How does that make sense? Make that make sense, Harriet. 
Um, no, like I would, I would love to be more verse. I just have not. Well, there's these new condoms called the one. Shut condom. up. <laughs> um, no, I, I completely forgot what I was even going to say. Oh no. Um, being a top, I, I'm very oral though. Like I'm very oral. If someone is like trying to like show off and think that they're impressive by showing me their like nine inch dick. I will go the other direction very quickly. I'm not about to unhinge my jaw for no man. I am sorry. I'm not sorry. Like, mom, don't listen to this. Family, don't listen to this. I love giving head. I absolutely love giving head. But, like, my jaw gonna get tired. I need y'all to calm the fuck down. And that's that on that. Can I make a joke, please? <laughs> the fact that you're asking permission scares me, but sure. <laughs> Never mind, I'm gonna say it offline. What? I'm gonna say it off. No, just say it. Just do it. Come on. Uh-uh. I'm on show now. What? <laughs> I'm on show. Uh, I was gonna say your mom doesn't like it because that's how you got here. But it was oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harriet. I just saw something about there's a new strain of gonorrhea. Oh, God. I feel that like I is, read about this every fucking year. That is... Uh, they keep saying it is getting untreatable. This one said this strain is untreatable. So I think that means death? Which one burns... No, I don't know. Gonorrhea can kill you? Syphilis burns holes in your brain. If gone untreated for a long time. Yeah. Ooh. I learned that from Law & Order S... S... V U. <laughs> <laughs> My mind was like, don't, my that? mind was like, say, say SUV, say yeah. SUV, bitch. <laughs> it's SUV, you know it's SUV. Special units victims. <laughs> That'd be a weird episode. I mean, that's frightening. I feel like I hear about a new strain every year that is like hard to treat, or you can't treat it with you know the other methods, or yeah. it does this, it does that. I'm not saying not to be cautious. I'm saying to continue wearing condoms. That's that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, it really is. Like, I mean, I'm just gonna say it for for all my fellow people that are on some form of prep. Oh no, the straights also don't use condoms. So okay, work. Put them in that category too. For all my people that think that birth control is the only thing to to worry about. For all my fellow people that think that HIV is the only thing to worry about, it's not. Continue using condoms. Please be smart. Do you think crabs has died out? I have not heard of anyone having crabs. In, Honestly, I, I felt like it was long. like a 90s STI. That's so 90s. It really did. And then I remember like well, all the 90s that. fads are coming back. So who knows? <sighs> <laughs> I hope 90s style commercials come back. Give me an example. Like, 90s and the eight, like the commercials before the 2000s used to tell stories. It was like, Steven Spielberg did like a Kodak commercial. Like, there was like sets and stuff being built. And oh, now true. it's just like, here's a quick 30 internet commercials. Yeah. It's just like, I, I kind of want this, like, advertisements now are just so annoying. Yeah. Meanwhile, watching commercials back in the day wasn't as annoying as I'm annoyed now. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, I wanted to get to my show. <laughs> Which is why you always get all the things with the no ads. Honestly, mm -hmm. I hate when people make me watch shit with no ad with ads. I'm so sorry. 
I'm broke. I changed Nick. <laughs> Nick had his Peacock login, and that's why I was like, oh, no, I am not. <laughs> like, not, not, not on my watch. Not on my watch. <laughs> I see you. It's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, while we're talking about commercials, why don't we jump into Reality Corner? <laughs> what would you like to start with, my dear? Um, I mean, I don't have a lot to say for Drag Race this episode. Do you? Um, I have some some things to discuss. I honestly can't even remember what happened. All right, so why don't I give us the rundown? Maxi Challenge was the ball. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Right, so the Maxi Challenge was the ball. They had to come with three different looks. There was your favorite ball, right? They only had to come up with one look. They only had to come up with one look. They, they only had to make one look. Yeah. Right, but they still had to have like their other looks for the other two categories. See. What was the first category? Something involving something RuPaul wore. I think, oh, they had to redo her promo. Redo Ruth's promo looks. The okay, little, uh, that was the first category. Car driver jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Second category was your favorite ball. You know, looking at seasons past, pick one of the balls and bring a look for that ball. And then the final category was the crystal ball, where this category you had to create your look. Did you say crystal meth? <laughs> no. They should have called it the crystal method ball. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. But then they would have had to pay crystal method. No, they wouldn't. They have terrible contracts. They could they can use her name for whatever the fuck they want to do. Mm, I don't know about that at this point. Their contracts, those contracts only Since last for a certain amount of time. Those contracts last for seven years, baby. No, they don't because Miss Miss Ma'am from like two seasons ago was like, all right, the part, this part of my contract is over, so now I can talk shit about the show. Oh, but I think they own their names for... I don't know. I'm gonna ask The one that got into the argument with Candy Muse. Why can't I think of her name? Tamisha Iman yes. is coming. Tamisha Iman is now coming for you. <laughs> Tamisha, please. Also, shout out to Tamisha Iman. That is a fucking fabulous performer. She is amazing. And even when that shit was breaking down, like, just for all of y'all, I don't know if you've done it yet, but just go on YouTube and just look at all her pageant performances. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking She goddess. is a fucking... She's like a, an asteroid headed for Earth. Mm. Like, destroying and devastation, as good as that performance those are. Work. But yeah. The ball, crystal method ball. The the crystal method ball. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on the on the crystal ball looks? I thought my favorite was Anitra's. Yes, one hundred. I don't know how she created that in that short of a time. That was gorgeous. I was obsessed, inspired. Like that was a fucking look that was my favorite look out of the entire night out of all of the all yeah. of the looks all the bitches that said that they could do really good designs shout sorry miss lucy your shit was the worst it was that weird flower th- i don't know her second look was just weird yeah which ball did she choose i don't even remember i don't know i'm pretty sure i gotta keep going miss spice okay. I think she looked at my sis Temple Grande's wig because it was very similar. <laughs> and like, I'm not, I'm not, people borrow, but like, I had not seen anyone do that wig since Temple did. And so I don't know. Mm-hmm. And just... we're all on the same island. Ooh, work. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ooh. But I also was kind of surprised the way they dragged, Sp- like, I am not a 
by Stan. Mm-hmm. But I thought her outfit looked amazing. I, I don't was think just gonna she should have been in the bottom. I was just going to say that. You know, as much as I'm not like, oh my God, yes, Spice work, live, pose. I didn't think that Spice did that bad during the ball. I think that her, the, the garment that she created was actually pretty good. I just think that her first two looks were expected. And Michelle had already said, we need to see something different from you. Says the same woman that now has a streak in her hair for how many seasons? She's also not competing. But it just, it just is kind of weird when you're not changing it up. She's not competing. But if you still look the same on all your seasons. She doesn't look the same The only thing she changed seasons. is she took her implants out. I knew you were going to say that. But at the end I just think that's a tired day, that's a tired critique. You're not saying that to your sister who's to your left. Because why would she have to? We're talking about the people in but the competition. But if it worked for Rue, I'm saying if it worked for Rue before she got on Drag Race, she wasn't really changing a lot of shit up. Sure. But, she figured out her look. Uh-huh. And then she stuck with it. Sure. So why does We're that not in a, the same era anymore, baby. But why is that still a critique you would give to other queens? Because we're not in the same era. This competition didn't exist back then. This is something different. But I'm, I just, I think it's... Drag it's, is dynamic, baby. But like in the way of say like, this is how I feel like it should be framed. Hey, we're doing a competition show mm-hmm. on TV. It would be love for us to see multiple looks. Sure. But these queens in like the wild, they know what works for them and they know what people want to see. So they're not really going to change from that. Just like RuPaul knows what people want, be, want to see. Sure. Once Drag race is not legs, the wild. I just think it's a tired critique. And I feel like she could say something different. And I think she needs like, it feels like, you know, how uh, oh, honey, when someone's like run out of things to say, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, she has no comments to say she ran out. I think, I think, and you know, like, this is just my opinion, you know, I think what she's trying to get at is we haven't seen growth from Spice. And that was an easy place for her to grow and try something different. different that is not and, an easy place to grow and challenge. When you go onto a show, you bring a set, a certain amount of looks. There's only, it's not like you get to go to Target. Sure, but when you're creating one of those looks, you could create something that's not in the same image as your other two looks you had that You night. do that, and then you go home. Or you create something different because that's literally what and they And then they do that, for. and then you go home. You or you I don't, don't do it and you go home. Or you take a risk and the risk pays off. As I said, I feel like this show just dog walks these contestants mm-hmm. and sends them home on challenges that does not make sense. You still mad about Jax, huh? It's Jax, it's been other it's been other contestants where like, why would you do that like why would you do that to this queen? I mean, sure, but like this was not the night that Spice was gonna win everything either. I mean, Jack should have went home. Sorry, not Jacks. Spice should went home the last episode. True. Yes, one hundred percent. Like I, like I, I get what you're saying that it's a tired critique. Like I understand it, but at the same time, maybe I, I don't know that it's not a critique that she if needed. If fifteen to hear. seasons have gone on, she could figure out a different way to say what she means to say. But do because you... what you said makes sense, but she's not saying that. Mm-hmm. That's not. Words mean things. Shout out to Crystal. Sure, but uh, at the at the same time, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Crystal. I'm so mad that they didn't win uh, for their for their category for NAACP. Yeah, who won? Uh, two cool mamas or something something around those lines. Oh, we forgot to shout out P Valley. Oh yes. Oh my God. How did I forget? Yeah, that was pretty monumental, and that's monumental in a way that yes. Oh, this is gonna sound so shady, but no, this means a lot. But like, 
it means a lot specifically for the black community yes to acknowledge queer talent that specifically i think they're understanding you know very female presenting queer talent mm -hmm. but when it comes to male presenting it is still something that is still very taboo in the conversations so it was really great to see that actor and i do apologize I sh can you pull up his name nico nico as anon or um and p valley he is a phenomenal actor in that it's also a great show but it's really good to see that sorry but going back to that i forgot where the fuck we were <laughs> uh words mean things words mean things you wanted to hear if Michelle was giving feedback around, we just want to see your growth, say that. Yeah. Don't just say, change your look. Yeah. I get that. I do. 100%. Um, okay. Continuing on, who do you think had the worst look of the night? Oh. Um, who's still there? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go top that. Oh, Selena has titties. For the money All of them were bad. Oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> All of them were great concepts, terrible execution. What was her first look? She was a palm tree. No, that was her second look. Mm. That was for the money ball. Ooh, I don't even remember what her first look was. Well, I mean, there you go. But it seems. Oh, I don't wanna say that. I'm going to say it seems like taste is a little bit of an issue. I mean, it could be. It's a little bit of an issue, but I love the concepts and the ideas. I just mm -hmm. think the ex execution uh, behind it just did not, yeah. did not go well. I mean, my, she worked with a really hard fabric on top of that. True. You need time to work with satin. Yeah. Her, yeah, her, her, her crystal ball look, I think was my least favorite look of the, of the entire night. I don't think anyone really brought crystals. Anitra. Those were crystals all, all to, I get it, but to me it read a little bit more of plastic than crystal. Okay. But I still love the look. It mm -hmm. just didn't I just didn't get the blinged out bedazzle that I wanted. And I felt like that should have been the costume that they were being allowed to bring versus being created at the on set. Mm. Because you need time to do that shit. That stuff is difficult. Yeah, it's time consuming. Not only constructing the garment, but then you have to accessorize it with crystals. Yeah, like I feel like that would have been. I would have loved for them to give them time and have them work with the designer to see what they would have brought for that. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so let's get to our our. Who went home? It's Spice. <laughs> Who was in the bottom with her? Selena. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I don't think that either of them did like a crazy job during the lip sync. Obviously, yes, Selena did a better job. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But... Still the worst was the Daytona wins, too. Yes. Yeah. I've never heard a bar so silent. That's sad. Our winner was... Anidra? No. Who? Sasha. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Sasha, Sasha won the night. That's Although, two wins for her, right? That's two Yes, that's two wins for her. Personal feelings. You didn't like it? I wasn't wowed by any of it, except for I loved her campy look for the second for the bag for the bags ball. The she was a dime bag. I liked that. I thought it was super campy. I loved that. I think that Mistress should have won the night, personally. I loved all of her looks. I think that the last look, the 
it was a great look. As I said, like, I didn't think there was much crystal to it. Besides, like, it was sequin fabric, I believe, a mm-hmm. shiny fabric. Yeah. And I didn't feel like, I just felt like they didn't have time. Uh, like, I agree, but also, what was I think that she had oh, more. Oh, she did have that bubble look. She had that amazing That ball, beach ball, ball look, look that was. The camp was It was very reminiscent camp. of, um, not really, but the head part was reminiscent of Latrice on All Stars. Yes. The yeah. latex look she did. I thought all of her looks were, I liked all of her looks more than I liked all of Sasha's looks. I did not get <gasps> Sasha's final look. Did she look gorgeous? Yes, but I didn't get it. I think they both failed in the same amount. Mm-hmm. But to me, the the icing was just no one decided to go a skirt for the redo of Drag Race, and that was my favorite look. Oh, I really we have very different. I really loved that. I I just I thought it was a it was a fun idea to go with the skirt instead of doing the jumpsuit. But But I didn't think I just thought that it was like okay, like yeah, all right, she's. But in my mind, if you're going to re vision that look Mm -hmm. and you still come out with a jumpsuit you didn't do it sure that's just my thought process on it here you are actually oh you really re-envision this we have a long skirt it's like a little greek column style i was into it all right but i also loved i love their looks the same amount i love two out of the three okay (laughs) all right did you watch any do you you haven't watched any month talk have you no, that's going to be like a day when I have a day off. All right. So then I'll just – I will jump into just like one quick thing that happened with Untucked. Lux was super, 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 super gagged that she was safe and not in the top. When personally for me, the only look that would have put her in the top would have been her final look. But even her final look was just like it's not really what they asked for. Like it was a very unique look. She looked gorgeous. It wasn't really what was being asked of her. I didn't get Crystal from that. Exactly. Right, her so, nature—they were very nice, very beautiful. I just think a crystal from it. Exactly. Now here, I am getting worried about Lux because of this. Noir is... London. Fuck no, Noir London. Y- yes. <laughs> Here's my thing with Lux at this point in the competition. I loved her confidence in the beginning of the competition because she was bringing it. She was getting a claim for it. She's kept that same confidence, which is great. I think she might be running into an issue of overconfidence at this point because she's – if you watch Untucked, every time she is – she thinks that she should have been to the top or she should have won. And it's like situations where she shouldn't have won, but she 100% thinks that she should have. And I think that's dangerous because she's not going to she's not going to listen to what the judges are listening or asking for. It's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to do what I want to do because I know better than everybody else. And I'm going to serve what I know how to serve. And I think that's going to get her in trouble. Here's what I'm going to formally request. Viacom, whenever this season is done and this goes to streaming, please give me the original two hour episodes. That's all. Mm. I I would like to watch what they were originally edited to be before mm. you edited them down. I feel disjointed. I really feel like I would love to comment on that, but I have no idea about Lux. Yeah. I have not been able to learn anything about her. I felt like she was also rare, barely featured on this. Is this the start where they... No, it's next week. It's what? next week when they go back to an hour and a half. Yeah. So, like, I, I would love to comment on that, but I haven't watched Untucked 
and I don't know when I'm going to get to that. Yeah. And I feel like I I can't really judge on what they're saying. Just know that there are, there are two things to be concerned about as we go into this next episode. One and, – and one of them you already know because it's been shown not just during Untouched, but it's been shown, and that's Lucy. Right? Lucy is, is getting – she's getting jammed essentially. She's getting very frustrated with the fact that they don't think that she's doing as well. She thinks that she's doing um, and it's messing with her head a lot. On the, you know, reverse of that or inverse of that, you have Lux who, um, she is performing well, but she's overconfident. And like I said before, that overconfidence, if she doesn't start thinking about it more and, and listening to other perspectives and like working forward through there, I think that she runs the risk of leaving sooner than later. Hmm. The next challenge is another acting challenge, I believe. Any uh, guesses on who's going to perform well and who's not? Oh, next week is acting? Oh, I, I have no clue because they all sucked in Daytona Wins to me. <laughs> Everybody's in the bottom. <laughs> I mean, they didn't suck, but I just, you know, that wasn't their fault. That was just terrible writing. Yeah, I think Mistress will be fine. I think Lucy will be fine just because. She knows how to act. Did Lux have an issue the last time? No, but she, like, you just didn't really... She was barely there. She got caught in the edit. Yeah. Um, I guess that's saying one thing if they... I don't know. I, listen, I feel like... I feel kind of shady talking about anything that happens besides the main stage because, mm -hmm. like, I don't get to see them. Yeah. I don't get to see what happens. So it's like, I don't want to hold them against, like, whatever because, like, I, I, I feel like I'm loud and wrong. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a guess. My guess is we're – I think that Lucy's going to be fine. I think Mistress is going to be fine. I think Sasha is going to be fine. I think that we're potentially going to see Marsha in the bottom. Oh, I forgot about Marsha. Mm -hmm. What did she do? She's a dancer. No, no, what she do? Oh, what was her looks? <laughs> yeah. she, was, she was very confident about her crystal look, but she ended up being safe. I don't remember any I liked either. her crystal look. She had like the wrap around of the crystals that led down to her arm. She did a bag bag look for the bag ball for the second ball. Oh yeah, I did not tell I could not tell that was bags. Yeah, you had to like really look to see that was bags. She had like the thing that she was holding on her shoulders, but you didn't get to see that the entire dress was made out of bags. Yeah, that was yeah. one that's the only thing I remember out of her three. Yeah. She did okay. She was safe, and I would have expected her to be safe. I do. I think that she might be in the bottom this week. She's held on a lot longer than I thought, and it's, it's because she has that same issue of we've talked about this before with other queens, where you don't really know what show you're going to get from her if you were to go see her live. You could put personally, I feel like you could put any dancing queen in her stead, and you're going to get the same show. And I've seen her live. Oh, you have? I've seen her live oh. with Jax at... Albatross? No, at Icon. Icon. And she didn't say a whole lot. Jax really, you know, commanded the stage. Was this recently? This was a couple weeks before the season Jax. started. Yeah. Oh, but then the cast had announced. Yeah, the cast... Uh, no, the cast hadn't been announced yet. The oh, okay. The cast was probably announced maybe two weeks later or something like that. Oh, okay. So this was... Yeah. Because Jax was trying to pretend like she didn't know who Marsha was. And we were like, okay, we get it, girl. She was like, oh, yeah, no, I just met this queen, like, a couple weeks ago. We're like, girl. Because um, everyone knew Jax was going to be on at that point. Because her social media had went completely silent for X amount of weeks. Marsha, amazing dancer. Yes, you get that. You don't get much else from her. And so I'm a little worried about that. 
So I think that she could potentially be in the bottom. My only other guess is that we might see the crack in Lux that's happening and she might end up in the bottom. If those two end up in the bottom and have to lip sync, I think that Lux would win. I think there's a favoritism more towards Lux than there is towards Marsha. But that's my that's my take on it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, shall we jump into Real Housewives? Yes. I don't have a whole lot to say. Me either. Candace annoyed the shit out of me. She is. She. And I'm trying to like. Here's what I'll say was nice about it. It was nice that they had a, covers, a conversation about colorism, but I also felt mm-hmm. like it was just wrong platform, wrong space. Yeah, it was. It kind of felt like the conversation. I won't say that it was forced. It just was also felt like, in Candace's behalf, it seemed like a scapegoat for her behavior. I didn't want to say it, but I kind of felt the same way. And I was just kind of like, no, you, you, you have shitty behavior. Yeah. Now, if there was a conversation I felt was missing, it was like the interpersonal relationship that is colorism that is happening there. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. I'm not in that. I'm not in that data five. But I'm saying like, just point blank. That's just, you have shitty behavior. Yeah. You don't know how to have, I think this season we saw it better where she was having conversations versus the butter knife situation. Yeah. Or, and people might disagree with me. Like, sometimes choose your battles. As I said earlier, sometimes your words can get to physical <laughs> yeah. uh, disagreements. And on top of that, like, I I was just like, if the same things that she's also mad about her castmates are the same things that she does. Where they talk about, like, you want to come on for a check and make this your storyline. Oh, yeah. And I want to be like, you do the same thing. Yeah. All of you all do the same thing. I don't know. As I said, Potomac was one of my favorites, but now, as I said, the entire cast can go. Yeah. I think I think the she keeps kind of ragging on um, Giselle as far as the, oh, you know, you waited until the cameras were rolling to talk about the situation with my husband. But I remember now that Giselle said that she wasn't – she didn't think that it was a big enough topic to talk about at first. And she didn't think that was a big deal until Ashley mentioned uh, something about Chris. And then she was like, okay, maybe I should, you know, say something. And at that point, you know, they had started shooting the season, right? Because her and Ashley had that conversation while cameras were rolling. And it's not like Giselle just kind of went behind Candace's back talking to everybody and, and, like, starting rumors or anything. She brought it to Candace. I just I, – I... And I feel like they won't say that, but I think what Candace won is like, you should have talked to me off camera about yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely what it is. But then, so it's kind of like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Because then if you don't do that, if you do if you do what I think Candace wanted, mm-hmm. then you're mad, you get, like, then you're a chance of losing your job with Bravo. Yeah. So as I said, like, this is a giant bubble where everybody's shit is always on display. And if you sign up for it, as I said with... When I said a couple of weeks ago about Chris, like, handling all this, like, understand what you signed up for mm-hmm. and move accordingly. Yeah. You got to be smart about it. You got to be smart about it. Move accordingly. I'm interested to see what happens next week when the when the the husbands join. Um, you know, obviously. It's still see, not looking good for Chris. It's not. It's, it's still really not, not looking good for how he's acting on that. Yeah. Like, he he blew up at, at Giselle. So. Dear Chris, listen to Stormies and breathe. <laughs> but I also, under, I also understand, like, I... 
<laughs> I hear I hear the echoes of Maya calling me a mince rice. <laughs> mince rice. Uh, I also understand that like this is a new area where people are talking about the grievances of men towards women. Sure. And we are now on a place where it's being on national TV, and it it sucks if it is you. Yeah. But also, you have to understand what has happened previously to you and move differently. Move different. Have learn. the conversation. Like, that could have been, and maybe it might be, but bravo, I just, I'm not raising my voice. Yeah. And we've already seen the past seasons when, what's his name, uh, Chris Samuels made, he made a very bad statement, saying that if he was a woman, he would have slapped her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already seen how she handled that with having security on set. Uh-huh. So, like, I just would just understand where I'm at and mm-hmm. move accordingly with people. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I agree. The only other part of the night that I even really remember from this particular episode, aside from Candace constantly jumping in and, like, having something to say under her breath, uh, was Wendy talking about, like, the fight or the, you know, the altercation that happens with Mia and how she was, like, super, super offended and you, you know, accosted me and, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, it just didn't feel... I don't want to say it didn't feel genuine because, like, I can't tell her what her experience was in that situation. But, like, it just seemed like she would she would stop every now and then and be like, what you did was fucked up. And I'm like, she threw water on you. Like, yeah, like, that sucks and that's annoying. But, like, she she threw water on you. She didn't slam your head into a table this and start ripping I'm your ass. I'm kind of going to disagree with you on that. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. I'm here for that Because, like. She didn't even throw water on her. She threw water towards her. Truth be told. In my day, I was a little scrappy. Okay. So here I am. I had this. Mo- I had this issue this past weekend. Oh, okay. And speak on it. I just felt like my ex roommate was just being wildly disrespectful to me. Mm. And it was one of those moments. Like, I was like, I want to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to do with this energy. You were just being, and I'm trying my best to mitigate the situation, but I want to go upside your head. Mm-hmm. So I understand having that energy, wanting to do it, being on camera and not being able to do it. Okay. I, I can, I can understand that and respect that. So like you have put me in a position where I either run look like I'm running with my tail in between my legs, which everybody's like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like my honor and how I feel has been disrespected. Mm-hmm. You are now doing this on a camera where I am a college professor. I am a correspondent on this stuff. Like, sure. And now, and as a black woman and specifically for her, this is where I believe the colorism part comes in. Yeah. I think she was in her full right to beat that bitch's ass. Yeah. And how is it going to look if I her? after she did that, what happens? Like, there's all this other fallout that happens. I lose jobs. I now can't work as a professor. So I understood, I think, word choice. You mean, like, you don't understand the position you put me in. Because, one, I had the right to defend my honor. But I couldn't do that because I will lose all these things, unlike Mm. you. Mm. I hear you. So that is where I am disagreeing with that because, like, you don't have the right to do that shit because you can't win in a squabble yeah. of words. 
And 100%, it's like, you you only did that shit because you know that cameras were rolling. You know that I probably wasn't going to be able to act on it the way that I wanted to. That part. Got it. Yep, I'm with you. That part. Yep. Though um, I do appreciate Robin being like, girl, stop antagonizing her and beat her ass off camera. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> also, listen, do you want to fight or no? Because if the answer is no, just chill. chill. But if you want to fight, beat when these cameras are off, hat, throw those hands. Yeah. So like... I get Wendy on that part. I just think she could have expressed what she... I feel like that was missing from the colorism conversation. Mm -hmm. That would have been, like, more understanding. Like, okay, like, let's have this, like, sure. But, yeah, I would have beat that bitch's ass. I'll be... I used to, like, I was a person that was just like, can't they say excuse me? Mm -hmm. I say that shit in my head all the time. But all I say, you know, so it's like when you know your friend says that in the club, something is about yeah. to happen. Uh huh. Someone has disrespected someone in the space, spilled a drink, thrown it. How many times have you seen a drink thrown in the club and all hell breaks loose? Mm -hmm. So I think Wendy should have beat that ass, but Wendy did get to beat that ass. Yeah. Because she was very, very, you know, standing in her truth when she kept saying, I do not fuck with you. Like saw, also like Wendy, why not Wendy? Uh, Mia, why would you apologize earlier and then be so flippant when flippant about it when you get to the reunion? Reunion, yeah. If that's what you truly meant, like I just need Mia. Gone. I need Mia gone. Like it's, the all of the rolling of the eyes and like the lies, the lies. Oh, you don't know that reference. The lies. I I I've seen it. I don't know what it references, but I've seen that. You saw Candy. Yeah. The lies. The, the lies. lies. I have seen that many a time, yes. All right. Uh, Side note, I do love whenever Candy wants to beat a bitch's ass and can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn that. what that means. I love her energy because she's she's a crier. When she gets like heated and emotional, she starts crying. Okay. But that's all I'm going to say. All right. Let's, uh, let's chat for just two seconds about MILF Manor. I have started watching another episode, and I want you to know I was watching this shit on my lunch break at work, and one of my coworkers walked by and was just like, how are you watching that? So, the answer to that question is, difficultly. <laughs> I don't know why it is so difficult for you to get through this. Girl, because it is just so uncomfortable. Let's just talk about How one thing okay. that happens in this episode that we can He's be on. He's only on episode two, and it is taking him two weeks. Because I just like, girl, think about it. Put yourself in that position. You are in a house with your mother. Uh-huh. Talking about the nasty things you do. I have fully come to terms that my parents were sexual beings, and that's how I got here. Sure, I understand that, but that doesn't mean I want to have the discussion with my parents in the room. I am okay with that. Oh, nah, not me. I'm just, I'm just not. Like, I'll have certain conversations, but, like, I don't need to talk about the fact that I was in, like, a orgy at a bathhouse or whatever, like, whatever the situation is. Like, they don't need to hear that. I've like, already had that conversation with <laughs> Oh, girl. <laughs> Okay. The one thing I want to say about this episode that I still need to finish because I'm slowly making my way through is there is a mother on this show. Wait, hold on a second. We have to prep this a little bit. So on this episode, one of their main, their maxi challenge is that the moms and sons have to put their secrets on a board. And then the moms have to guess 
and the sons have to guess each other's secrets. Uh-huh. Keep going. There is a mother in this group where her secret was that she slept with her son's best friend. And this is obviously the first time that the son has heard of this. Like this, this is ruining families. This is ruining best friendships. Like I'm not going to be able to be friends with that person anymore. Flat out. I'm not going to be able to, I do not want to look at you and be like, you slept with my mom. Like, I don't need anybody. I do that every time looking at my dad. I hate you. I hate you so much. I'm not, you know what? I don't even want to talk about this no more. I don't. I don't. I, this show makes me so uncomfortable. But like I said, I'm going to go through three episodes. How long it's going to take me, I don't know. But I'm doing it and I'm trying to make my way through. Oh, he didn't even finish that episode, and there's more to it. We'll catch up maybe next week if he gets to the last 10 minutes of this. Episode. I'm trying, y'all. Hello? Hi. Yes, do you have a secret that you would like to keep from your son or daughter or they? Word. Please press by. And now, the, the most, most undateable profile. So I have been in Texas for three years now, and I'm just looking for guys that actually want to go out on real dates slash activity partners, exploring the city, sightseeing, trying new restaurants. My hobbies include painting, photography, movies, sightseeing, trying new restaurants, hiking, camping, hiking, biking. The TV shows I watch, WWE, Raw, SmackDown, Housewife Series, The Prophet, Pawn Stars, Ink Master, Game of Thrones, Survivor, Big Brother, Face Off, Star Trek, DS9, Voyager, Boston Legal, Stargate Series, The Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon, just to name a few. I once read in a profile, I'm not asking much, but a guy's got to be H-O-T. He then proceeded with H, Habitation, O, Occupation, and T, transportation this definitely applies to me and what i'm looking for little about myself grew up in a small town in south carolina on a farm living in a general different states south carolina georgia north carolina florida arizona and now texas i'm looking for a guy that accepts the man that i am on the outside but also embraces the little boy inside as well Sagittarius guys are their own worst enemy when it comes to relationships. Their overthinking often leads them to making decisions a little too late in social settings. If they see someone they like, they will get stuck between thought and action to the point where that's some, someone and they have already given up. Once they get in a relationship, they can prove to be loyal and good, but they will get in their own way when it comes to everything. Now, rules, regulation, policy, and procedures of dating. Number one, job slash career. A, must have one. B, must be age appropriate. In your 20s and 30s, look good and a stripper, acceptable. In your 60s, not acceptable. 
C, must have ambition in your career. Profession. Stripper example still applies here. Rules, regulation, policy, and procedure of dating number two. Brains. A, must use it. So you need to use at least 51% of your higher functions. Tying your shoelaces doesn't count. B, must know the difference between there, 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 meet, meet, who, whom, two, 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 what, won't, whose, whose, yours, your, worst, worst, add, add, here, here, advice, advice. C, must know how to spell or at least use a dictionary slash spell check to look up a word slash turn on autocorrect on your smartphone. D, ignorance can be fixed. Stupidity can be fixed. E, know when to use A and and appropriately in a sentence. F, must know the difference between accept and accept plus be able to use them correctly in a sentence. G, your IQ needs to be bigger, higher than your shoe size. Minimum IQ mandatory required. H, grammar, the difference between your shit and your shit. Regulations, rules, policy, and procedure of dating number three. Jewish, I'm not playing hide and seek or peekaboo with your PP. Just that simple. If your merchandise is in its original packaging, I'm not interested. C, your mama should have done the snip snip. D, your penis shouldn't have its own sleeping bag. Rules, regulation, policy, and procedure of dating number four, hygiene. A, must bathe every day. B, cologne or perfume is fine, but just don't overdo it. Rule, regulation, policy, and procedure of dating number five, personality. A, must have one, period. Rules, regulation, policy, and procedure of dating number six, car. A, it must have one solid paint color. An exception will be made if it has an artistic stripe. <laughs> like on a Ford Mustang. B, it must be operative, be drivable. C, it must have insurance on it. D, four, matching hubcaps. E, no excuses like it's in the shop. F, also your car can't consume all of your free time. Rules, regulation, policy, and procedure of dating number seven. Promises. A, if you make a promise to me, regardless of how small, you must keep it. Plain and simple. Rule, regulation, policy, and procedure of dating number eight. Quality over quantity. A, simply put, I would much rather date one person that has a number eight instead of two people that were number fives each. Enough said. This profile to be continued. Uh, okay. I'm going to just, I'm going to let you all just kind of take all that in as I am currently doing because <sighs> I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying so hard to be nice and I'm trying so hard to just think about everything that was said and rules and regulations of dating and procedure and rules, regulations and procedure. Girl, I don't the fuck. I know. I know they're still single. I know they are. 
and I know they will be because who has the time? Okay, you know what? On to the next thing. I cannot wait to hear the next part of this. In the essence of time, I think I'm going to hold our question for next week's episode. Would you like to jump into our agree to disagree or would you rather I do the question? Let's do the question. Okay. All right. Doing the question. That means you owe us a couple of agree to disagrees, Miss Fan. I know. They we didn't want get us to argue. <laughs> the girls want us to fight. The girls want us to fight. Okay. So actually, no, I'm happy that we're doing the question because it also relates to my, um, my hot take later. Okay. This is from another listener. Yes, that's right. We're going to need some wine for this. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I mean, we've kind of spoken on this topic a little bit. The question is as follows. I'm a guy that identifies as a chub or a bear in the gay community. I get positive attention from guys because of it, which usually makes me feel good. I recently decided I need to go on a weight loss journey as I'm getting older and I want to make Oof. sure I'm healthy. I started posting about it online and guys began messaging me asking me not to lose weight saying no you're beautiful why would you want to lose weight. I don't know how to respond to this because I want to lose some weight but also don't want guys to stop finding me attractive. There's one guy in particular that I've been seeing that I'm afraid of losing. How should I handle this? Oh buddy. Yeah. I too have been in that same space. Oh speak on it. I had an ex who specifically dated larger men. Okay. And it got to a point where I started losing weight and I saw the sexual attraction stopping. Mm-hmm. And I don't think what these people are saying are polar opposites. I believe you're going to be beautiful in whatever body you're in. Mm -hmm. But I think the best for you to do is to choose health because they can't love you if you're not here. Ooh. That's a whole message. Go off. So, unfortunately, within this community, it's been very toxic. I have been told I was too fat. I was told I was too skinny to hook up with people. And at the end of the day, if they're not recognizing that your body is going to change and things are just going to move as just we get older... I just don't think you should be fucking with them in the first place. That's what I was going to say. And and I know it, it it's sometimes mm -hmm. this space can be very lonely and you're trying to like navigate it so that you feel a part of a community or feel like you're dateable in that space. But at the end of the day, you can't date and they can't date you if you're not here. Yeah. So if you're not doing what's best for your health and what makes you feel good... I would start just recategorizing these people and moving them into different spaces. And trust me, your community is out there. People are going to like you regardless. Mm -hmm. um, but unfortunately, that toxicity is just very rampant in the bear community. Mm -hmm. And 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 not to say like if they're going to give people shit for shaving their beard or shaving their chest a little bit, they're definitely going to give it on the sides. And yeah. that is just an unfortunate factor. But, baby, you got to, like I said earlier, <laughs> you got to put you first and your health is important. Yeah. You're way more than just your body to, you're way more to how your body's perceived by other people. 
sort of, you know, piggybacking off of what Harriet said, and we mentioned this last week with, with one of the questions that we had last week too is, you know, people that are going to be into you are out there and whatever your body composition happens to be. You know, whether you decide to lose a little bit of weight, whether you decide to stay where you are, if you gain a little bit of weight, there are going to be people out there that are going to find you attractive. Um, so I don't want you to worry too much about like, oh, you know, I'm going to lose weight and nobody's going to find me attractive anymore. I hope that there's more. How do I want to say this? You mentioned that you enjoy getting the attention from guys, you know, because they say uh, you, it's clear that they're into you because of your size. At least that's what it sounds like you're saying. And you enjoy the attention that you get for, from that. There are going to be people that are going to feel that way no matter what your size is. True. As far as the specific person that you're talking to that you're worried about losing, it, again, it sounds like, you know, they're into you. It sounds like your size is one factor that they're into. I would find out if that is the only thing that they're attracted to, because if that's the case, then you don't really need to be with that person, right? You cannot let your entire relationship be based off of your physical attributes. Um, I would want you to find someone that is into your mind, into your passions, into, yes, sure, you physically as well, but like that can't... If you losing weight is going to deter them from being in a relationship with you altogether, I would want you to rethink that relationship, me personally. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from somebody who has a preference for bigger guys. Like, I clearly, very clearly have a preference for bigger guys. But I'm at a point in my relationship where I know that, like, if Alan were to lose weight, I'm not just going to leave him. You know, like, there's so much more to our relationship than just that physical aspect of it. Right. And if that other person, if that person that you're with doesn't feel the same way, I would be more, I would be concerned about that. True. Your community is out there. Like Harriet said, do what is best for you. Do what is best for your health. I want to go into another point, but it's also part of my, uh, my hot take. So I'm going to save a little bit of this conversation, but I have been where you are. Right, like now I have I have turned down guys because they weren't really my physical type before. I had a re a pretty regular hookup that, you know, did his thing in the gym. He was looking more like me than like, you know, the type of type of guys that I'm into. Um and you know, he did ask to hook up again and I did tell him like very clearly like, you know, like physically, we're just not in that same place anymore, but I felt comfortable having that conversation with him specifically because our relationship was a physical one that is what our relationship was right so i felt comfortable saying that it sounds like for you with this guy that you're seeing your relationship again like i said before i hope is more than just a physical one um but that's that's my advice on it harry i don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to say on the topic but i would say do what's right for you talk to your partner, whoever this, whoever this person is, and let them know that you're a little worried about it and see how they respond to that. And also remember these communities on the surface are so fucking fickle. Mm -hmm. Whatever is popping one day is not popping the next day. So like moving around what these other expectations are for you physically just is not worth it because it's, 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 it's ever fluctuating and it's ever moving. Mm -hmm. 
So I recommend doing a little bit of work with yourself, if not working with a therapist, working with a therapist do that because I, to be frank, that shit is real. What you're experiencing right now is real. It, it is. is very prevalent in the space. But also make sure if you're taking care of your body, you take care of the mind to understand how you're going to move through that because you're embarking on a change. Yeah. And as I've had that experiences with other people, it's real. So take care of your health. That is the most important thing you can do. And I just, I kind of want to, I want to, I want you to ask yourself this question is like, sit down with yourself and, and, and think about everything else that you have to offer a relationship. You know, you mentioned that you, it makes you feel good when people, you know, compliment you on your physical attributes. I'm sure there are other attributes about who you are as a person that are worth loving and complimenting. And I want you to get in tune with those things and know that those things also matter for everything that makes you who you are. You're going to get compliments for so many other attributes of your life. Weighing so heavily and being so worried about just the physical attributes are, you know, like Harriet is saying, it's this community is super fickle. Those things are going to change. You're going to change. And I want you to know that you're going to be okay with whatever change comes next. But that's all I got. Did you have any questions for us this week, Harriet? No. 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 Well, good, because I'm getting a phone call. Hello? No, 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 baby. We, we, we don't, we don't play workout plan anymore. No, no. If you had a different episode, we listen to Lizzo now. Okay, great. And we are back. Black. That's all I got. Wow. Yeah, I let us down. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Why Angelou is somewhere out there being like, Negro. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to start our hot takes off this week just because it's so relative to our last conversation, if I may. No. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So keeping in conversation, keeping on topic uh, with the idea of, you know, speaking on people's bodies. You know, first, I'm going to start this with, I want to apologize because I, you know, I, I talked about the fact that I thought that Lux was very skinny last week. And I understand, like, surely, you know, Lux doesn't know who I am. It wasn't a conversation with Lux. But, like, you know, talking about people's size can be kind of touchy. But this brings me to my hot take. When somebody talks about working on their body recomposition, whether they are looking to gain weight, lose weight, add muscle, cut so they're a little bit more defined, you know, whatever the situation is, understand that your opinion on that and what they should do with their opinion or what they should do with their appearance, your opinion is not necessary. And more so in a lot of situations is unwanted unless otherwise specified. Earlier today, uh, and this has happened to me more than one time, I posted a picture saying that, oh, you know, it's March 1st, I am starting to enter my cutting phase, I want to hear, like, hear what my goals are, right? And I immediately got a message from someone saying, oh, no, you know, don't worry about cutting, just stay, just stay beefy and muscly. And it's just like, 
I need people to understand how discouraging that is and how unwanted and unnecessary that opinion is. If I literally just said, I would like to do this with my body and you come back with, no, don't do that. Think about what you're adding to that conversation, right? I know, yes, I am fabulous. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. But I do not exist purely for your visual pleasure. I'm going to do what I want to do for my, myself and my body. And for you to just share your unwarranted opinion about what I should do with my body, is, it's rude, frankly. It's discouraging and it's rude. The same thing has happened to my boyfriend. He is a bigger guy. He gets a lot of attention for that in the bear community because the bear community is super focused on appearance. If he posts something about going to the gym or wanting to exercise, he gets a slew of messages saying, oh no, don't lose weight. Why would you want to do that? You're so beautiful. Don't lose weight. Don't say that shit. No one is asking for your opinion. If he's just said, I want to do this and this is what I would like to do for myself, be encouraging. If you want to say, oh, you're beautiful as you are now, but you know, I support you. You should do that. Like do what you got to do for you. That's great. That's, that's amazing. Or just like, maybe just stop making comments about people's bodies. That's it. That's all. I'm so happy for your journey. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. No. Uh, my hot take is just a quick hot take. Like, if you see me up on the stage, I appreciate your dollar. And I, I really, really do. But please do not act like you're handing me my Sally Mae debt. <laughs> I, I love you and appreciate it and I acknowledge you. But please, don't make a scene about it. There are other there are other dollars to collect and I'm very grateful for those dollars too because combined in that dollar, I'm paying off these Renaissance tickets. But you're acknowledged. Thank you very much. Please continue to enjoy the show. That's all. Yeah, I bet that's annoying. I hear that. Yeah, that kind of that kind of happened to me when I was go-going too. Every now and then it was just like they would go up to give me a dollar and then stand there for a little bit longer like I'm supposed to now give them like a private like one-on-one -on -one performance for a little bit before like there was literally another person trying to give me a dollar and this one person was just like I don't want to say in the way cuz like I appreciate thank you for tipping me but like I'm performing for the room. If you want a private show, you can pay for that. But he takes acceptance of payment. I do what now? I sure do. Yes. Cut that, Petey. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let them know where they can find you. Oh, you can find me at Harriet underscore Tugsman on the Instagram and the Tickety Talks. You can also find me every Friday at Rock Bar and every Sunday at Hardware Bar with my co-host Chola Spears. Lovely. You can find me, I don't know where that accent came from, on Instagram at J-A-X-X, that's X as an X-ray, X as an X-ray again, Chillmonger, uh, that's Jax Chillmonger on the Instagrams, and of course you can find both of us, but maybe sometimes really just me. <laughs> I do the posting, you do the interaction. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at the uh, Take Me Off uh, podcast. Is it just Take Me Off? 
podcast. Yeah, on wow. Instagram. And maybe maybe by the season finale, you'll have it figured out. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're learning together. We're learning together as a team. <laughs> um, and if you want to send us any questions, any games to play. Um, anything that you'd like us to answer, you can shoot us DMs uh, on the, our socials, or you can send us an email at wtmospodcast at gmail.com. We're also working on another form where you can send us messages that's anonymous. Did you have anything that you wanted to say about that? Yes. I think we should go ahead and launch it. How are we going to launch it? Where do we want to put it? We're going to put it in our bios. Okay. So you can go to either Jack's Chillmonger or Harry underscore Tuxman or the WTMOS podcast on Instagram. No. I did fuck that up. <laughs> or you can go to the Take Me Off podcast on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> or you can go to the Take Me Off podcast on Instagram. Can we add it to our link tree? Do we have another link we can add? Yeah. So, so we'll it'll be in all of our bios. It'll be in all of our link trees. We really want to hear from you, but we also realize... Uh, then some of y'all maybe don't want to be putting your business in front street and us know who it is. So this allows you to anonymously, as Jack said, send in your questions, your feedback that is not racial or <laughs> to us in that way that we can read them because we want to hear from you, but we also want to keep your privacy safe. 100%. Because we are what? Not the Chinese government with our balloons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. I got to go. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.